Hello and welcome to episode 75 of the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. When I wrote the book, I said, okay, let's let's look at it a different way. Instead of looking at always going after the person with a million followers and, and that whole celebrity model, because the more followers, the higher they charge, the more the influencer marketing industry makes, let's take a step back and use what I call the brand affinity model. If we can define influence as having a thousand followers, look at people that already know, like, and trust your brand. Hello, my name's Ian Anderson-Gray, and in this episode of the Confident Live Marketing Podcast, I'm joined by Neil Schaefer, talking about how to use influencer marketing in your live video shows. I can't wait to share this episode with you. But first, it's time. Looks like it's time for something completely nutty. I am a micro-influencer. I hop from Twitter to YouTube. My presence on Instagram, you should look the same with TikTok and Facebook. But on this show, I have a great guest. Neil Schaefer is talking. He's the best. How to use influencer marketing in your live video broadcasting. This is a Confident Live Marketing Podcast. Confident Live Marketing Podcast. With Ian Anderson Gray, helping entrepreneurs level up their impact, authority, and profits through the power of live video. Gain confidence in front of the camera, confidence with technology, and confidence with the content and marketing. Together, Together, we can go live! Hello, Ian Anderson Gray here for episode 75 of the Confident Live Marketing Show. This is episode 75. You'll be able to find the show notes for this episode at iag.me forward slash 75. And in this episode, I'm joined by my good friend, Neil Schaefer, who we we kind of only see each other really once a year. In passing, we were kind of laughing about this just before we started recording at Social Media Marketing World. So I'm really excited to have Neil on the show because we can have a, a bit more of a chat. And today we're talking about influencer marketing, how to use influencer marketing in your live video shows. And so if that's something that you've thought about, or if you're a little bit unsure what influencer marketing is and the power, you've come to the right place because that's what we're going to be talking about today. As always, this show is sponsored by my good friends at Content 10X and also InVideo and StreamYard. So I'm going to talk a little bit more about Content 10X now. Content 10X are the complete content repurposing service for entrepreneurs, they take your live streams or any other kind of t- content like video content or podcast, and they will repurpose that and turn it into a plethora of different content across the interwebs. This is one of the reasons why I live video shows, because it's a, once you've set up the tech and got it all working, you can create content really quickly and easily. And then Content 10X will then take that and turn that into a blog post, into a podcast, into social media images, that kind of thing. And if you want to know more about this, then check out episode 74 when I had Amy on the show, who is the founder of Content 10X. So definitely check that out. Also check out their new amazing service called LinkedIn 10X, which is all about utilizing video and 
creating a real buzz and excitement on LinkedIn. And again, if you want to know more about the LinkedIn 10X service, check out episode 74. Emmy goes into a lot of detail about that. So definitely check that out. And of course, if you want to do it yourself, they've got so many resources at content10x.com. They've got a blog, they've got a podcast, they've got a book, they've got loads and loads of stuff. So definitely check out Content 10X. And I thank you, Amy and the team, for sponsoring this show. Right, well... Okay, it is time to bring in my guest today, who is Neil Schaefer. Neil Schaefer is a globally recognized digital and social media marketing author, consultant, speaker, and university educator. He wrote the new book that is Redefining Influencer Marketing, The Age of Influence, and also hosts the Maximize Your Social Influence podcast. Neil, it's great to have you on the show. How are you doing? Ian, thank you so much for having me. It's an honor. And, and I want to give a shout out to the Content 10X team as well, because they are mm. amazing at what they do. They are awesome. Definitely. And I believe you were on Amy's podcast recently, because you popped up on my stream. So, uh, so definitely. Literally, literally, I think it just published yesterday. So yes. it's quite the timing. And you're it both was. from Manchester, right? Yes, she lives just down the road from me. It's really funny. Oh, wow. we, and we just Small we we actually met up uh, for a coffee quite a few years ago when Amy was was thinking of setting up Content to Next, and uh, we, yeah, so it's been great to to see with her business and and how it's developed, and and it's been great. Just to just to bring in a few comments. So you've been waiting very patiently. Uh, Challenge ITV from from Vietnam is saying hello. Great live stream again. Uh, we've got Jordan Thomas watching on Periscope, who says hi, Ian and Neil. How how are you doing, Jordan? Hope you're doing well. Well, and uh, Challenge ITV says uh, to you, Neil, pass by Vietnam whenever you have a chance to go to Japan. Have you, have you ever been to Vietnam before? So I have not. Interesting thing is, so I, I wrote this book called The Age of Influence, mm. and there is a Vietnamese company that actually bought the rights to publish it in Vietnamese. So that is going to be my excuse to actually get to Vietnam, hopefully next year. Fingers crossed. Awesome. Well, we, we are. We, we, yeah. Hopefully we can do all those fun things again next year. Let's let's hope. So that's awesome. Uh, Challenge ITV says any any big celebration for episode one hundred. Well, that's a very good question. <laughs> I'm, I've just got up to seventy five. I haven't really thought about one hundred yet, but there will be absolutely is going to be an exciting uh, exciting thing there. We've got Ruth uh, watching from Lagos in Nigeria, and Martin Buckland is joining us on LinkedIn. Uh, who says a very interesting topic. So yeah, I can't wait to, to get into this, Neil. So first of all, though, I always like to ask my guests this. What's what's your live stream or your live video experience been? And have you, you know, when can you remember when you first went live and maybe share some disaster stories with us just because it makes us feel better when our guests uh, share some real stories? <laughs> you know, I don't have any disaster stories. I think I first went live when, boy, I'm trying to remember, Ian, I don't know if you remember a social media marketing world when Ecamm was a sponsor yeah, uh, and yeah. they were in the networking area there. Was it last year, I want to say, 2019? Well, I be, think it was. They've, they've been, I think or they've, they've been, been on and off since 2016. But yeah, they, were, they, okay. they had a bigger presence last year. So they had a big, um, like a big, like live video set where you could be interviewed. So Stephanie Liu was there with a microphone and kind of grabbing people on the way. So I, I don't know whether it was that. Yeah, I'm trying to remember, but I, I was also like many people, the technology was a little overwhelming. Sure, I could do, you know, I could go on to Facebook and do Facebook, but what about YouTube? What about LinkedIn? What have you? And that's where I found out about Ecamm at Social Media Marketing World. 
And as I was doing more research and before I could purchase Ecamm when it was still less expensive, uh, they changed their business model shortly after that, I learned about StreamYard. So also happy to hear that they are a uh, sponsor because I ended up using StreamYard and found it just extremely easy to allow me to really focus not on the technology, but on my content. So I started live streaming with StreamYard. I only did Facebook and YouTube at the time. And I won't say that, you know, here's the thing. I wasn't doing the live streaming for the live streaming. I was doing the live streaming for my podcast. So I was repurposing the live stream into the podcast, which I know you do, Yana, and, and you can be successful at it, but I didn't really have a strategic approach. So my podcast editor would get the live stream video. So the live stream was great, but then she'd get the live stream audio and go, Neil, you're, you're talking to all these commenters during your live stream. It may not make a lot of sense to the podcast listener. So it's like, it, I, I then thought, you know what, if I'm going to do live stream, I really need to focus on the live stream experience. And if I want to do podcasting, to focus on the podcast experience. So I know, Ian, you've intelligently sort of divided up the sections in what's in the podcast, what's in the live stream, which I think is awesome. So there is a way to, to repurpose it. But if I was going to start live streaming again, I'd really just want to focus on that unique live stream experience yeah. and really do a separate podcast recording if I had the time. I think that's wise. And I, I would always advise people to do that to begin with, because the, otherwise there's so many things you have to juggle at the same time. Uh, you know, so you've got to think about the sound, you've got to think about the video, you've got to think about the comments, you've got to think, well, how's this going to work? Not just for the live viewers, but the replay viewers and the podcast listeners all at the same time. So you have to think really carefully about the structure of the show. Maybe I'm lazy uh, and I just like to do one thing that then I can repurpose into the other. But I, I like to think that I'm being smart as well, but we'll see. Um, Indeed. <laughs> I enjoy it. You are. You are. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> cool. So let's, let's kind of get the basics out of the way because I, I know there will be some people watching and listening who want to ask this, but they might think it's a silly question. So I'm going to ask the silly question. What is, how would you define influence and what is an influencer? We, we hear that word a lot, influencers. Yes, you know, I want to be an influencer or there are some influencers. We'll talk about the maybe some of the negative connotations in a bit, but could you maybe just define in terms of what we're talking about here in marketing, what is influence and what is or who is an influencer? Yeah, and, and to answer that, I want to share with you and everybody watching my own journey because I am not from, I don't have an influencer marketing agency I'm not selling an influencer marketing tool. I don't even have an influencer marketing program, right? I wrote a book because I'm a consultant and I consider myself an educator. So I've written four books. And, and so I've been doing this like Ian for like a decade. And it was a few years ago where I saw a lot of questions whenever I spoke and taught and worked with clients coming up about influencer marketing and influencers, which started my journey to figure out what the heck, you know, to answer those questions you're, answer, you're asking me, right? And what I realized was that with the algorithms of social media today, people rule social media. It's very, very hard for businesses to gain traction because businesses at the heart of it are not true content creators. What happens is people create content based on a subject or a niche. They're active on social media platforms. And from that, they gain influence. So I think when we think about influencers, we normally think about Instagrammers, right? And yes, through photography, you can gain influence. But what about YouTubers? They are gaining influence from video. What about bloggers? What about mommy bloggers that we used to talk about before influencer marketing? They are gaining influence through blogging. What about podcasters like Pat Flynn? He's an influencer too. He gains his influence from podcasting. Ian gains his influence from live streaming and video, right? So at the heart of it, right, 
An influencer is a content creator who has built up a community, which normally takes a little bit of time, using digital and social media. Now, the next question you're probably going to have is, well, at what level is one considered an influencer? So if I look at the influencer marketing industry that used to push these celebrities and, you know, you need to have 100,000 followers to be an influencer, they, a few years ago, started to define a micro-influencer as someone that has at least 10,000 followers. And this is very Instagram-centric. But then about two years ago, they started talking about nano-influencers who have 1,000 followers. And to me, it's like, okay, who here has 1,000 followers, 1,000 likes on a Facebook page? 1,000 members in a Facebook group, when you get to 1,000, you have a certain scale, right? And it's, it's not necessarily about the numbers of followers. It's about who you're engaging and what impact you have on them. There are some markets like B2B markets where it's not about volume. It's really about the quality. So I would say if you're at 1,000 followers, and, and, and the next thing you're probably going to say is, well, Neil, everybody, everybody around me has 1,000 followers. Well, that's actually not the case. Uh, if you work in marketing or social media, yes, everybody around this does have. But once you step out of it, you realize, you know, there aren't that many people consistently creating content on a daily or or weekly basis. Not everybody is showing up all the time. And it's really that consistency with the content and with that subject matter that lets you yield influence. So Ian, you're an influencer. I guess you could consider me an influencer. And I'm not meaning like we're making billions of dollars working with brands. We have a certain amount of digital influence that other people want to tap into. So I get requests to be on my podcast because they see me as an influencer. I get requests to write a blog post on my website because it has domain authority and people want to tap into that. So when you look at influence in that way, well, it's going to be a natural extension, but, but hopefully you see that by you investing and becoming a content creator, you will begin to yield influence. And with it, there's a lot of powerful things you can do, especially if you're a business owner or an entrepreneur. And I'm, I'm sort of jumping ahead of myself here, Ian, but hopefully that sort of gives you an idea as to yeah. what, what influence means and what, and, and here's the thing, businesses can't copy this. It, this is a people-centric yeah. art, right? And that's the advantage that we have people have. People talk about authenticity and showing up, and, and I mentioned that as well. This is it. It's, it's you coming out and talking to people, right? And having conversations in whatever content medium you feel comfortable with. I love that. I think that's really, really important to really kind of define what we mean by influencers and influencer marketing. And I also think it's very encouraging, you know, we, we the whole nano influence. I mean, I did come across that word uh, maybe earlier this year or the end of last year. And it's it just makes me laugh because I wonder, what are we going to get? What's after nano? Is it like a, a Pico or Atto, you know? Um, but but I think that's it. That should be encouraging because, you know, we, we tend to think, we look at the Instagram thing and we or YouTube and we think, well, you know, I don't have a, I don't have millions of followers. You know, I could never do that. But I think it, it, it's it's right. You know, what's, what is the level of influence that you have? But also what's the quality as well? So you might have a thousand followers, but you might have more influence than somebody who has... 10,000 or 100,000 followers. Would you say that that's correct? And and, and also, I suppose yeah. it depends on the niche that you're in as well, the, the, the sector that you're in as well, because it might be quite a small, a quite, a, quite, a, quite a small niche that you're in. Yeah. And I think what's really interesting for listeners of this show, and that's why I'm really excited to be here, is, okay, let's say you want to yield influence through a blog. Boy, mm. the competition is incredible. Yeah. Businesses yeah. poor. <laughs> Billions of dollars in content marketing and writing content. You know, I compete in you as well, Ian, with the likes of like HubSpot and Sprout Social and social media. You can't beat 
they, they have the resources, right? You're not going to be able to beat them. And blogging is something that can be a little bit impersonal. Instagram, you know, you if you're a photographer, a videographer, great. If not, you're con, you know, and, and businesses once again can hire photographers, videographers. They can leverage user-generated content of, of influencers they have contracts with. It requires the resources. But video and podcasting are two areas where I believe that people have somewhat of a competitive advantage. Businesses just cannot. Do, they just won't do something like this. They can't. They, it, it doesn't have that authenticity that they may not need as much of on these other platforms. So that for me is really exciting. That's why, you know, how many businesses, you know, StreamYard, Ecamm could be doing shows like this and, and they're not, right? They, they have different priorities. Um, it, maybe it scares them more from a business uh, of getting out there than, than it does a person. So I do think that as people, if you were to ask me, you know, Neil, where should we try to yield influence today on, on digital and social media? I mean, you know, video and, and podcasting, those are the two areas where there's still less competition. And I think YouTube, depending on your subject, I still think there's plenty of opportunity there in all honesty, Ian. Well, that's encouraging because I think sometimes it can feel, we, we, look, we look at all these other people who have got huge, huge audiences and we can think, well, I could never compete with them. But we've talked about this before on the show, you know, no one is going to be quite like you. You know, in, in my space, in the, and I don't mean the social network, my space, uh, I mean in the space that I'm in, just to clarify. It's a blast, a blast from the past. Blast from the past. Um, yes. Uh, there, you know, there are, there are other, you know, a lot of my friends, you know, they've got Stephanie Liu, there's Louis Petrucci, there's Owen Video. These are, these are people that um, are in my space of, of doing, uh, talking about live video, they're live video consultants, but they're all, we're all very different people and we've all got different audiences. And so, you know, I could get very depressed looking at maybe some of my, my friends out there who are doing similar things to me and think, well, I could never compete with them, but you know, we, we're all different. We all have a different kind of audience. And I think that's really important. Yeah. And I, I just want to want to add a few notes there. Yeah. Sorry, but, uh, Lucia Petrucci, because she's geek BTV, Callie Lewis. She's been doing this for like a decade, right? That's true. So, <laughs> and, and the other, so yeah, so you can't expect to compete day one. The other thing, other two points I want to make is, you know, I do searches on YouTube and I find information and the, I find views to get thousands of views, right? And I'm thinking, you know, I could do a better video than that. That's not new information, or that's not really good information. So I think, you know, that's the way to look at this. Do searches for content where you think you can show up on video and see what's out there. I think you're going to be surprised that there's a lot of, I don't know, there's, there's a lot of not the best content, but it's because of supply and demand. There are people do so many searches on YouTube, even people with subpar content, I believe in the past, got a lot of views and, yeah. and from that, a lot of subscriptions. Everyone you talked about, I mean, Stephanie and, and everyone, I mean, they are all absolute, you know, pros, absolute stars create amazing content. But for every one of them, there are others that are that I believe you can compete with and you can win. And going back to Ian, what you said, you know, Pat Flynn always says this, your vibe attracts your tribe. And that's why someone that resonates with you might not resonate with me and vice versa. And that's why it's important that, that we get out there and find our tribe and be ourselves. And that's going to naturally attract people. Thank you for that, Neil. So important. You know, the, the whole comparison syndrome thing is a big problem in a lot yeah. of industries. So don't do it. And, and I, I think one thing that you could do, instead of comparing yourself, well, you shouldn't be doing this at all, but, you know, it, instead of comparing yourself with somebody's like a thousandth video, go back and look at the, their first video you know, and see what it was like at the start. You know, I mean, Gary, yeah. Gary I'm, not, I'm not the greatest Gary Vaynerchuk fan, but, you know, he... 
if you look back at the start and his first couple of videos, they, they weren't they weren't very good. And you could argue he's doing pretty well now. So, you know, just look at look at what other people are doing now and then look what they were doing in the past. And, and remember, you've got to start at the beginning and and improve that way. So let's get this bit out of the way. Influencer marketing has a little bit of a negative connotation in some parts. You know, we've, we've heard, I don't know, there's the whole fire festival is one example, but there are other things, you know, you go on to TikTok and Instagram, not that I go on TikTok, but it, yeah, there's, there's, there, there's some negative, there's, there are some negative stories. You know, what would you say about that? You know, should, should that put us off or are, are there any, any is there anything that we can learn from some of those negative stories? So here's my take on the CN. And one of the reasons why I wrote the book and why I'm so passionate about the subject is because I believe that marketers and businesses have been completely miseducated and misled about influencer marketing. So as I talked about in my description or in my introduction, influencer marketing is, is everywhere, right? And it existed before Instagram. We had mommy bloggers. We have affiliate marketers right? Affiliate marketing is a type of influencer mm -hmm. marketing. You're tapping into people that have digital influence. We have things like employee advocacy programs, employee as influence, right? Brand advocacy, customers as influencers. So the concept has been around for a while. It's nothing new with Instagram and what have you. But what has happened is that Instagram and to some extent, YouTubers and TikTokers, there's this whole huge industry that was created around that called what we term the influencer marketing industry today. These are agencies that have talent, like talent agencies, right? It's crazy because at the beginning, there was a lot of money being funneled in to influencer marketing. And when there's a lot of money being funneled into something, then people try to, especially if it's all around vanity metrics, like number of followers and number of engagements, people will dupe the system. And you saw a lot of this happening. And even myself, as I was writing the book, I'm like, who are these people? They have all these followers, but they don't have a website on their Instagram bio link. Uh, you do a Google search, you don't find them outside of Instagram. I, I sort of question how much influence these people really have. So there are some that have incredible influence, don't get me wrong, but it, obviously there is a bit of fakery there. But I think that that sort of mindset is what has restricted marketers from leveraging influencers. So when I wrote the book, I said, okay, let's let's look at it a different way. Instead of looking at always going after the person with a million you know, followers and, and that whole celebrity model, because the more followers, the higher they charge, the more the influencer marketing industry makes, let's take a step back and use what I call the brand affinity model. If we can define influence as having a thousand followers, look at people that already know, like, and trust your brand, right? How many of them have a thousand followers? Look at your employees, look at your customers, look at your email database, look at your social media followers. Because what happens with social media today, Ian, is that it's pay to play. And I know you can try to hack it as a business, as a person, it's not obviously, but as a business, you know, a business page on Facebook is the greatest example. It really has become pay to play if you want to have impact. But with today with coronavirus, you need to have impact in social media. It's, it's search, it's email, and it's social, right? There's no other choices. So in order to have impact, you need to incite word of mouth. And in order to incite word of mouth as a business, you have to collaborate with other people. I, I don't see any other, or you're going to pay a lot for advertising, which once again is an advertisement, right? People see it as an advertisement. It's not going to go viral. It doesn't have the same trust and authenticity as when someone talks about your company, your product. So that whole you know, thought about collaborating now is not just paying people. Many times it's just saying, we'd love to use your content or we'd love to ship you product or, you know, hey, we're doing 
we're doing a, a, a day-long summit. We'd love to have you speak on it, right? You, we can leverage influence in many, many different ways. And it's not just that Instagram. It's really look at the people that like, know, and trust us and see how we might be able to work together all, you know, for a variety of marketing objectives. And it's not just the pay once, you know, pay thousands of, of quid or something and, uh, you know, something, post something on Instagram. We never know what value it has. We're not talking about that. We're talking about really having, you know, whatever marketing strategy you have, how can we leverage other social media users to help us push the ball forward to have impact? And who can we collaborate with? Who is in our sphere of influence, right? That, that we can work together with. So when you see it that way, Ian, I see a lot of people who do, especially podcasts, they focus and, and live stream shows as well. They focus on interviewing other people. Well, if you're going to interview other people, you probably want to interview someone that has a big footprint on social or that are considered influencers. So I think most podcasters and live streamers have been tapping into this concept for a while. They're trying to bring influencers into their content. Not only does that give them credibility because they're working with influencers, but when they publish the content, obviously they hope that it gets you know, a lot of good feedback because they're, they have an influencer included in their content, but there's always a hope that the influencer is also going to share that content to their network. And this is influencer marketing 101, right? This is how it works in a lot of B2B spaces, but it's, it's really the inclusion of influencers in your marketing and a lot of people are already doing it without even realizing it. Well, that's that's encouraging. And it, well, in a sense, this is what what we're doing today. You know, you're, you're an influencer and you come on my show. And and so that's a good example of it. And you're an influencer and that's why I reached out to you. So it's, well, it, it go. goes both ways. <laughs> exactly, it does. And I'm kind of starting to wonder whether you actually have uh, have my questions and you've been sneaking at them because you're you're kind of going on to the next question, which is, which is great. And so I want to, Neil, now, turn specifically to live video. This show is all about how to broadcast confidently using live video. How can we use influencer marketing in our live video shows? I suppose this is an example where we're doing it today, but have you got you know, any other examples of how we, can, how we can use that, either as an influencer ourselves or bringing influencers onto our shows? So I think that it's really once you begin to strategically look at digital influence, there, there's two things that go on. You want to tap into the power of influencers for your own show. And you should be very, very strategic as to who you choose. You ideally want to choose people that obviously have influence, but also have relevance. And what happens is because you're working with a content creator, you never know what business benefits you might have above and beyond just the live stream. You know, Ian, I was on a podcast as a guest. And when the episode ended, the host said, Neil, you know, I may want to work with you. Let's have a separate phone call. And now that, that person's a client of mine, right? Um, because you're working together with other content creators. So don't, don't just randomly pick people for your show. And once you start to build influence, you have all these people reaching out to you. I'd love to be on your show, what have you. Really think strategically as to who, that, who you know, who would push the ball forward in terms of promoting your episode to their audience? Do they promote other people's episodes, right? You know, it, is, it, is it relevant for them? But also, is this someone that I want to learn from? Is it someone that maybe I might be able to do business with? So when we think about it strategically, then I, I think we, we best leverage influencers. And, you know, it, it's funny because what got started, well, I got started before I reached out to you, Ian, is because I was talking to my book publisher and I was saying, hey, how do you, you know, think I should promote my book? And they were even saying, you should reach out to podcasters, bloggers. Those are the new influencers today. 
And when I realized that podcasting, much like live streaming, are based on interview shows, if you want to yield more influence, then there's not many outlets. You know, I don't know a lot of people that are going to interview you on an Instagram live, although some people do that. Um, there are not many blogs that do interviews, but most podcasts and live streams do do a lot of interviews. So it's a great place not only for you to yield influence, but for you to tap into the influence of others. And I think as you yield more influence, you actually want to take advantage of that. I know people that actually charge to appear, just like you have sponsors, Ian, they charge people to appear on their podcast, right? And, and here's the thing. I'll, I'll give you another data point in terms of yielding influence and the value that it has. I'm actually working with a author um, and she's coming out with a new book and I'm you know, sort of helping her with the marketing of that. And she doesn't have a content platform, and, but she wants to be able to meet and influence all these other people. There's no better way to do that than through a podcast or live stream because a lot of people want to appear on it, right? When you reach out to them, it's sort of sexy. Oh, you know, you, you want to interview me on your podcast or you want to have me on your live stream show? So there, there's a lot of different, you know, threads in terms of influence here that you can all use. But when you look at live streaming in the lens of influence, hopefully you see that it can become a lot more strategically important and impactful for your business. Yeah, that's that's so important. And by the way, you've got my bank details, so you can send the five thousand uh, dollars just later today. <laughs> Joking. <laughs> oh, but, he was he charged seven hundred fifty dollars, and then there was an email automation a month later because we love you, we love you so much. We're going to offer you a hundred dollar discount. I'm like, you know, but anyway, <laughs> there we go. Hey, hey, mo moving on from that, if he can get away with it, God bless. You know, good for well, him. It, it, exactly, exactly. But I mean, I I, I love I love to have people on my show. I mean, I, I do believe. In, in solo shows too, I think it's important to to build your own brands and to 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 show your own expertise. But to have people on your show, it's it's a great way of collaborating. I, I think it's also important, you know, you know, sometimes it's very tempting to go for the really big names with the huge followings, and often they're the people who don't always have the time. Well, they they they're, they're getting invited onto lots of shows, so they don't actually share your content out hardly at all, and and so that's not necessarily going to be what you want. And I also th think yeah. the other thing that I've I've tried to do in my whole process, so I've been building up my process for my live show. And one of the things that we're trying to do is to make it as easy as possible for our guests to be able to then share the show. So you'll probably get this, Neil, from from me, you know, like uh, we're just the, the the day before the podcast and the blog goes out, you know, we'll send you an email just to to, to let you know that the, blog's good, the blog and the podcast are coming out tomorrow. Here's some links if you want to share it. We're not forcing you, but, you know, so I think you need to make it as easy as possible for your your guests to to share the content out because they're, they're busy. I mean, you're you're very, very busy. You're doing lots and lots of things. And so if I can make it easy for you to, to share that stuff out, I think that's important as, as well. But I, I yeah, I, I think having guests on your show is, is great. It's a great way of increasing your influence as well. Absolutely. And I'm with you. I, I used to do 100% solo and now I do 50-50. And I really look at every guest as an opportunity to, you know, tap into a great mind, network with an influencer, and adds credibility to my show. And yes, there is a chance they might share it. I Like you, I don't expect them to share it, but it's yeah. funny because I appear in a lot of shows where they don't even give me a link to share. Yeah. So do you, want me to, do you want me to share the Apple podcast link? Do you want me to share the blog post link? Do you want me to share a Stitcher <laughs> link? You, you know what I mean? So to yeah. make it easy, if you do have guests on your show, make it easy by even like creating a sample tweet or a sample LinkedIn yeah. post. What's the link going to be? Provide an image if you're using one of your blog. These are 
common sense things I think a lot of people forget and they miss out on that opportunity to have the influencer share the show. Yeah. And it doesn't, doesn't need to be difficult. You know, you, I've, I've got a template. I mean, I do change it for every guest. I, I do send it personally or I get my assistant to do that. And we, we try and make it personal, but you, you don't have to handcraft absolutely everything. You can just have like templates that you can send out to make it a little bit easier for you. There's a whole, it's like an onion. We, with every layer we peel, there's more layers. Exactly. So, you know, j- just think if you want to have impact in your industry, if you are, let's say, I'm just going to pick like real estate marketing, right? And you pick one real estate company to be on your live stream. Chances are, once the word gets out that they've been on your live stream, you have all the other companies lined up that want to be on your live stream as well, right? So just remember that as a content creator, as a live streamer, you have influence that others want to tap into. Sometimes you need to make yourself, you need to make your industry or whoever you want to influence aware of your existence. And you do that by strategically bringing people on the show. And then you get this sort of domino effect. I, I, it, I can't describe it in easier words, yeah. but hopefully that makes sense. That makes total sense. And that reminds me of one other thing I was going to say, which is when you're reaching out, if you want to be on somebody else's show or on their podcast, make sure that you have a relationship with them first. Don't just like do the cold call thing. I mean, I'm sure you get the same thing, Neil, that you, know, you get some, I mean, actually recently I got an email from the CEO of a company, actually it wasn't the CEO of the company, it was their assistant who had done lots of research looking for podcasts that might be a good fit for her boss. And she reached out to me and, and said, oh, we, we think that your podcast might be a good fit for, and I didn't, hadn't, didn't have a clue who this person was. And I, I just, I was thinking, well, why, why should I have you on my, or your boss on my show? I don't know anything about, you know, there was, it was very one-sided. So I think you need to have a relationship with the person you need to reach out to them you need to actually you know do some good stuff to them first would you agree with that yeah that's a whole chapter in my book of how to engage yeah. with influencers you're exactly right mm. social media gives you the ability to send social signals to create rapport um, and then it comes down to personalizing you know what's in it for them and here's the interesting thing if you want to be on someone's live stream or podcast you're going to do your best to pitch them oh by the way i also have a live stream that has 75 episodes. And if you would be interested in coming on my show, that that alone is the incentive that might actually make them want to have you on their show, right? So it's just another way in which when you start to have influence, you need to yield it, you need to use it. And you're probably gonna find, I found this with my own podcast when I reached out to a number of podcasters that, oh, I have, you know, I have a show as well. So many people are like, oh, Neil, can I be on your show too? So just something to remember, it's all about what's in it for me you need to consider that when you consider guests, but when you want to be on other shows, you need to spin it in a way that there's there's benefit for them as well. Just, hey, you know, I can share this story. I'm a CEO. It, it means nothing. It's really about, you know, the relevance and then what is the additional benefit? You know, every time I'm on a show, I always share it with my audience of how, you know, how many thousands of people. If you'd like to be on my podcast, let me know. I'm always looking for great guests, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, totally true. It's all it's not about you. It's about it's about your audience. It's about the the person that you're pitching to. So totally agree. It's time to bring in my next sponsor, which is, if I can find the button, it is here. InVideo. InVideo is a sponsor to the show. They are fab. They are the they are an online video editing tool, but so much more. So my question to you is: do you want to repurpose your live videos into stunning bite-sized videos? Uh, We've talked about this on the show a lot, about the whole idea of post-promoting 
after your after you've gone live that you want to promote it to your replay audience but also there's the whole pre-promotion side of things as well you could create trailers little trailers or trailers or little little snippets afterwards and uh, content 10x have done this a lot so they they uh, produce lots of really amazing i think amy called this on the show before video babies so you know you, you can your live video can can give birth to lots of video babies and, and this is really where in video comes in so you can use in video to create Lots and lots of these videos. And so I mean, when it comes to live video, live video is a great way to bring immense value to your audience. But if you want to actually extend that to reach a wider audience, how do you leverage that single live video to more people? And so this is with those videos, those little snippet videos that you can create, that you can, you can then put on lots and lots of different networks out there, whether it's on Instagram or LinkedIn or Facebook or even YouTube as well. The problem is doing that takes time. And actually, you know, you have to maybe think about hiring video editors and things like that. It's time consuming. And so that's where InVideo comes in. You can create thumb-stopping short videos in under 15 minutes without any prior knowledge of or any editing experience. It's so cool. There's loads and loads of things that you can do. We've got loads and loads of, I think they've got hundreds of thousands of assets in there, little videos and images and audio tracks. And you can add them in and create stunning videos. It was voted as the best video editing tool back in 2019. Now, normally these tools cost a lot of money. And you're probably thinking, I don't want yet another tool that I pay a monthly fee for. But InVideo was already ridiculously cheap. Um, it was starting from $10 per month for the business plan. But if you use, if you go to iag.me forward slash InVideo, use, the, t use the, the code IAG50, it's on that page. You can get it for 50 $5 per month. I was about to say $50 per month. No, $5 per month or $15 per month for the unlimited plan. So definitely check it out. And I thank you so much uh, InVideo for sponsoring the show. It's awesome, awesome tool. And I definitely recommend checking it out. You're listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray. So Neil, we talked a little bit about how we can use influencers and influencer marketing in live video, but we've got the choice really. Do do we become the influencer? Are we looking to become an influencer ourselves or are we going to use influencers? And so, you know, if, if um, so for, for, for my audience who are setting up a live show, what, what should they be thinking about? Should they be looking to become the influencer themselves or they should they be thinking about getting influence, influencers on the show or is it a bit of both? Yeah, I think that trying to become an influencer is sort of this Wild West dream. <laughs> yes. And if you really want to be able to make a full-time salary from just becoming an influencer, best of luck. Um, <laughs> it's going to take a lot of time and a lot of persistence. So yeah. I think, Ian, you'd agree with me. What we're talking about here is like the live stream show is not the end. It's the means to the end. This is exactly. an extension of your business. This is another way of marketing your business. So in, in that aspect, yes, over time, as you create the content, you will yield more influence, whether you like it or not, as, as you build up a community with, with consistent content. But really at the beginning, I think it's about tapping into other influencers. But as we grow, we look at ways of yielding our own influence of, of other people wanting to engage with us. And that's really the key message here. But it's all, like I said, when you see things through that lens of influence, you begin to get a little bit more strategic as to who your guests are, for instance, what direction you want to go and what have you. 
Yeah, I think that's important to say. So how can we how can we become more influential then? So you've dashed our hopes, Neil. You know, I'm, I'm sure there'll be many tears and gnashing of teeth at the moment that, you know, all their dreams of becoming an, an influencer and, and retiring on a beach uh, are, are dashed. But, you know, how... Okay, we put that to one side, but how can we become more influential? You know, how can, if you're just starting off a show and you, I mean, we've talked, we, we had Lou Mangello on a few weeks ago uh, talking about uh, that it's it's not always about the numbers. It's about, you know, focusing on the one person, interacting with your friends uh, on your live streams. But how do we become more influential on our live shows. Yes, you said that live shows is is not it's not the end it's not the end thing, but how can we utilize live streaming to become more influential? So I think that it comes down to who is your audience yeah. and who is influencing them. If we know who our target audience and who is influencing them, we want to have those people on our show. That's that should be a no-brainer, right? But I think that in order for us to increase our own digital influence of our own show, we need to show up. And it may not just be on one platform, on multiple platforms. Now, I'm not, I don't have a staff of 18 like Gary Vaynerchuk does. So I'm not going to tell you to be on every platform. But obviously, there are many ways to yield digital influence. One is through search. So are you actually publishing your live streams as blog content, right? That actually gets indexed by Google and served up when people do searches. Podcasting is obviously another way to go. Uh, you know, pick one or two social networks, depending on where your target audience is. Do you have an email list? So it gets back into sort of traditional marketing. You know, I, I, everybody's thinking live stream, which is awesome, but don't forget about the rest of the things. You know, make new friends, keep the old one is silver, the other is gold. You need to have just more than one channel today, I believe, to be truly impactful. There's some people that can do it with one channel, but even, you know, I brought up Pat Flynn. I mean, he's everywhere. He has a YouTube channel. He has a blog. Uh, Ian, I mean, you have a podcast, you have a blog. So it, it's sort of the same thing. I would do one at a time, but that's how you yield more influence. Then you begin to get the surround sound effect, right? Mm. That you're, you know, you begin to be seen everywhere. And that's when you start to yield true influence. So, you yeah. know, part of it is obviously publishing on these other platforms. Part of it is being a guest on other people's shows is obviously another way to tap into new communities and to let them know about who you are and what you do. So there's no shortcuts, unfortunately, but um, hopefully that gives you some ideas. It's so true. If you ever see anywhere about becoming an influencer in 10 easy steps, you're looking <laughs> at the wrong place. And it takes time. I mean, we, you were saying, you know, you've been in this industry for, did you say 10 years plus? Yeah, I launched my company in, in January. I, I started blogging in July of 2008. So It takes time. You need to be in for the long haul, definitely. But one way that you could uh, reach more people is using a tool like StreamYard, who is my next sponsor. That's a nice segue. I hope you're impressed, Neil. Uh, because I am. Yeah. <laughs> so StreamYard is a live video tool. Now, I talk a lot about live video tools on this show. There are loads out there. But one thing, or there's quite a few things about StreamYard that I love. First of all, is its simplicity. It's so easy to use. And as Neil said right at the beginning, you know, StreamYard is a tool that he's used because it is, it, it's it's a way of just going live without worrying about the tech and thinking about, you know, what do I need to plug into what and what do I need to juggle? So StreamYard is great because it works in the browser. It's really easy to use. It works on both Macs and PCs. 
and it's so incredibly easy and simple to use. You can highlight comments on the screen, you can add your own titles, you can have up to nine guests on your screen without any extra software. It's now you can broadcast in full high definition, which is very fancy. You can share your screen, add your own brand colors, you can stream to Facebook, Periscope, LinkedIn Live, and YouTube, and you can use green screens. Again, if you're wanting to feel fancy. now. All of those are on the free version, multicasting, multi-streaming is only on the paid version, but this is such a powerful feature. This allows you to broadcast to two or more platforms at the same time. So you could broadcast to Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn Live, if the LinkedIn gods have blessed you kindly with access and lots of other places as well. So you should definitely check out that. And, and now they've extended that. So I think on the, the more expensive, I think on one of them is, is up to five. And on the more expensive one, you can broadcast to up to seven different destinations at the same time. You can also add your own logo on the paid version, overlays, backgrounds, videos, and so many more things too. So definitely check out StreamYard. All you need to do is go to iag.me forward slash StreamYard, iag.me forward slash StreamYard, and check that out. And I thank you so much, StreamYard, for sponsoring the show. So we're almost at the end of the show. So any, any final thoughts, uh, any, anything that I've missed that you think we should be talking about when it comes to influencers and influencer marketing? Yeah, you know, once you start, or if you are live streaming, you are a content creator, you are building influence. So really invest in it, mm. tap into the influence of others and work hard to yield more influence yourself. And I think it's going to help you reach whatever business objective, whatever marketing goal you have, it's going to help you reach it a lot faster. So, uh, you know, I think it was a great, obviously, Ian, this is, this is the first time that I've ever talked about influencer marketing for live streaming. Um, but I have been talking a lot about this for podcasting mm -hmm. recently. And I do think that yeah, um, there are a lot of parallels there. Although the video we know is the most engaging, the most powerful type of content. Yeah. So I think there's even more opportunity here with live streaming that I hope that you all take advantage of under the guidance of Mr. Ian Anderson Gray, of course. <laughs> well, thank you, Neil. Well, I, th I think the great thing about video is, you know, people can actually see you, you know, so if, you know, people can hear Neil Schaefer on your podcast and, and other things, but if they want to actually see you, uh, and I think there's something about the visual that we can get to know somebody even more and live video even more because, you know, there are mistakes. There are, you know, not that you've made any mistakes, but, you know, I've, you know, I think we, we sometimes will stumble over our words or we'll say something wrong. We might do something funny. And often when we do pre-recorded stuff or, or podcasts, we'll cut those bits out because we True. want it to be professional, don't we? You know, we don't want to have any of that, those mistakes. I don't know why I'm speaking in that accent, but, you know. <laughs> it's, rubbish. <laughs> it's, it's totally rubbish. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I th I'm a great believer, and I think you are too, Neil, that, you know, d yes, focus on one, one type of uh, content piece at the start or one destination, one platform, but then over time, start to increase that, you know, maybe start with podcasting uh, or blogging and then turn it into more things over time. And if you're wanting to to learn how to to do live shows into podcasts and blog posts, then you're in the right place because this is what we talk about on this show. So thank you, Neil. It's been great to have you on. Where, where's the best place that people can find out more about you? I mean, obviously you'll, you'll have a website. You'll probably have carelessly scattered yourself across the social networks too. And you've got a book. So tell us the, the, all those places that we can find out more about you. Sure. So, well, my name is Neil Schaefer and I'm pretty much Neil Schaefer everywhere in social media. 
Uh, NeilSchaefer.com is my website. Yes, and the spelling is conveniently right down. It's always the opposite. Right it down is. there. And if you and if you're listening to the podcast, I'll have to spell it. So it's Neil N E. It's all right. No. N-E-A-L is how you spell Neil. And Schaefer is S-C-H-A-F-F-E-R. And I have to, it's, it's funny because I've I've got a couple of friends. My my uncle is called Neil. He spells his N-E-I-L. And I've got a friend who has spells theirs N-E-A-L-E. And of course, our mutual mm-hmm. friend Mark Schaefer spells his with a little E in the middle as well. It's all very confusing, but there we go. Yes. I, think we've, we've I like to say I am the real Neil, so it's N E A L. But yes, I also have a podcast, Maximize Your Social Influence, for those that want to delve deeper into that concept of digital influence. And my book is called The Age of Influence. <laughs> my version of the book is up there. I should, have, I should have actually got it so I can actually hold it up in front of the camera. But it is over there. It's a fabulous book. Uh, so thank you, Neil. It's been great to have you on the show. And if you want to know any, any more about influencer marketing, uh, any questions, then do reach out to Neil. I'm sure you'll be more than happy to, to uh, connect with people. Where do you tend to, where's your favorite uh, social network? Where do you tend to hang out the most? Is well, that a difficult question? I'd say... Yeah, no, um, because I, I cover multiples. I'd say the place where I hang out the least recently is probably Facebook. I find myself being pulled to Instagram, to Twitter, to LinkedIn. So those three are going to be yeah. the best, uh, best ways to hang out. That's cool. Fabulous. Well, thank you, Neil. It's been great to have you on the show. Next Tuesday on the live show, I'm joined by uh, Patrice McCauley, who is going to be talking about mindset. We're going to be talking about top mindset issues when it comes to live video. And then next Thursday, we're joined by Mr. Chris Ducker talking about how to sell from your live videos. So yeah, I think we need some help with that. So how to sell, because that is the, you know, we, we go live and then a lot of people then forget how to sell. So we've talked about mindset and selling next week. So definitely check that out. And if you want to know, if you want to be notified about those, then all you need to do is go to confident.live forward slash subscribe. So there we go. Well, thank you, Neil. It's been great to great to have you on the show. What are you up to next? Thank you. And it's been an honor. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm actually starting to conceptualize my next book. Oh, so uh, more of a more of a general digital marketing book that includes, you know, the concept of influence and content and social and all this stuff. But uh, yeah, just excited to move forward. And I'm sure like yourself, Ian, it's, it's a busy, if you're a digital marketer, it's a busy time right now. Uh, just a lot of consulting and what have you and looking forward to getting uh, rid of this coronavirus and getting back on, on the road and seeing people. You mentioned that word again, but anyway, well, it's fine. Well, we, we, it's, it's this year. We need to get 2020 out of, out of the way. Um, but uh, thank you, Neil. It's been great to have you on the show. Thank you so much for watching or listening. I really appreciate it. But until next time, I encourage you to level up your impact, authority, and profits through the power of Confident Live Video. See you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray. Be sure to join the community at iag.me where you can continue to level up your impact, authority and profits through the power of live video. And until next time, toodaloo. I'm a micro-influencer I hop from Twitter to YouTube My presence on Instagram You should look the same with TikTok and Facebook
But on this show I have a great guest Neil Schaefer is talking, he's the best How to use influencer marketing In your live video broadcasting 